This is Restaurant Unstoppable, episode 246. Are you ready for it factors, success stories, failures, and bombs of restaurant industry knowledge? Then, join Eric Cacciatore and today's incredible guest as they share what it takes to become unstoppable. If you listen to Restaurant Unstoppable, you've heard our guest mentor say you need a solid business plan. That can be intimidating. Maybe you don't know the first thing about creating a business plan. Remember, plan your work, work your plan, and do it with Live Plan. To learn more and to get started with your first month free, yes, I said free, that's a $20 savings exclusive to Restaurant Unstoppable listeners. Visit liveplan.com slash unstoppable, that is liveplan.com forward slash unstoppable, get on it. So with excitement, allow me to introduce to you back on the show, Nick Fosberg, Nick I know you're feeling unstoppable, man. Just tell me you're feeling unstoppable. I want to hear it come from you. I'm always feeling unstoppable, <laughs> yes. Eric. Always, always. Nice. So Nick Fosberg <laughs> is known as one of the highest paid marketing and promotional consultants in the bar and restaurant industry and owns two restaurants slash bars uh, in the Chicagoland area. He's famous for creating some of the highest grossing digital marketing promotions in the history of bar and restaurant business and uh, without spending a penny on marketing. So that's really incredible how you're doing this. And he does it all from just emails and Facebook posts. So I, I can't wait for you to share your secrets with my audience. Uh, I, you're just filled with knowledge and the old you know, tricks up your sleeve. But before we start just extracting that knowledge you have, let's get that motivational, inspirational ball rolling with a success quote in mantra. What do you have for us today? If you want to be the best, you have to be willing to do what others aren't willing to do. Oh, man, it's, it's so true. And it's just the little things, the little things that separate you, that, that slight edge. Is, it reminds me of that book I read or the compound effect. It's just those little things. It's not enough to show up every day and just do what's expected. And, I mean, do you want to you know elaborate on that anymore, Nick? Um, You know, it's just... As entrepreneurs, bar owners, restaurant owners, uh, sometimes it's, you know, it is a tough business. Any business is tough, but if you want to be the most successful, I mean, it's really, you got to be willing to do more work, put in more time into learning how to grow your business, put in more time focusing on the customer's experience when they come in the door. And it's just like, you know, it's just common sense. The more that you're willing to put into your business, the more successful you're going to be. And if you're able to do more of that, systematize more of that than your competitors, you're obviously going to be the best and outbeat them. Absolutely. And today you're going to teach us one of those little things that we can do, the, one of those little extra things we can do to make ourselves just a little bit better than our, our competition and outbeat them. And uh, during our pre-interview chat uh, a couple of weeks ago, you shared an article with me that you wrote on uh, basically Facebook leads and lead ads. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So what is a, a lead ad or a Facebook lead? Okay. Um, a lead ad is pretty much, well, yeah, let, let me take a step back okay. um, and, and talk about the importance of leads and lead generation and exactly what that is. Because some people might be on the call listening yeah. and saying, you know, what, what, what the hell is he talking about? What's a lead <laughs> in the bar restaurant business? Um, but it's pretty much where... It, 
Think of fishbowl, the good old fishbowl strategy. You're getting people to hand over the contact information. Think of your VIP program, your loyalty program. You're getting people to give you their phone number, their email, their home address to receive you know, updates, news, promotions, offers from you. So what you're doing is you're getting a lead. You're getting somebody to raise their hand and say, hey, Nick, I want to do business with you for this particular offer. You know, Otherwise, they wouldn't be giving you that information. So I'm always focusing... You know, I'm all, I'm running four to five different promotions every single year with all my clients and in, in both of my bar restaurants um, of always focusing on generating leads through different promotions um, because, you know, the reality comes down to if people are going to say, hey, here's my information in exchange for this type of, or for this offer, in uh, an offer to do business with you, again, they're telling you, hey, I want to do business mm-hmm. with you. Well, there's nobody more profitable on the planet to market to than those people. So it's like marketing is all based on a response rate. I mean, it, it's a numbers game. There's no lie there. And, and let's just say the average response rate um, of, of targeting people who have personally given you their information is 5%, which that's a pretty average number of, of 5% of people, if whether if you're emailing them, texting them, sending them direct mail, as long as you got a good offer, good message in there to, to bring these people back in the door, a 5% response rate is, is, is pretty average. So let's say you have a list of 1,000 people. 5% of that, there, there's 50 people mm-hmm. okay, who, who are going to take action on your offer or take action on whatever it is that you're asking them to do. But let's say you got a list of 2,000 people and we're keeping that same number in place of 5%. Now you got a hundred people, okay? So that's why I always, always focus on lead capture and, and, and getting people to raise their hand in exchange for some type of offer or value because these people are more profitable to market to than anybody else. You can't get a five percent response rate sending out direct mail to you know ten thousand, twenty thousand random people who maybe never ever heard of you before. You might get a half a percent or a one percent. So anytime I'm focus on focusing on on marketing, it's always we're looking to for getting new customers. Customers. We're always looking them to get, hand over their information so we can market to them again and again in the future, which makes our marketing much more profitable than just always trying to hit cold traffic customers who've maybe never heard of us, been to our business before. Yeah. So that that's really what leads are. It's getting people to raise their hand and say, I want to do business with you in exchange for this offer. So to go to what Facebook lead ads are, these are pretty much ads that you could run on Facebook that is getting people where, okay, let, let's just use for example, let's say we're going after brand new customers, we're trying to build up our, let's say, Wednesday night for wings, okay, and what we're doing is we're going to give away six wings just to try to get some new customers in the door. A lead ad would be where we create this offer targeting brand new people, you know, uh, people who don't like your page, or you can target people like if you have your email list as a custom audience inside of Facebook, you could say, okay, I want to target everybody within my zip code within five miles of this age, but I don't want to hit anybody who I already have their email address for. I only want to hit people who I don't have their email address. So you can run this ad to all the people excluding any, you know, existing customers you have with this get free wings when you come in, you know, this yeah. Wednesday, next Wednesday or whatever, and people click download or uh, uh, sign up. So if they want that, what's going to happen in this lead ad is, um, a, a box comes up with their first name, their last name, their you could get their birthday address, and also their email. So not their Facebook email, but the email that they actually use to sign in with 
Facebook, their their personal email, okay? And so all that information is just auto-populated into this form, and then when they click submit, that's where you could then send them to a page to either A, go, you know, print off that, that specific offer on a web page, or you could also integrate it with a CRM uh, software where an email is sent to them with that particular offer, or, you know, if you wanted to, you could even send it out by direct mail, too, if you use a CRM software, and I don't want to get into too much of that unless you want to touch base on that a little bit. But yeah, let's, let's rewind a little bit. I think you're giving us a really great aerial view of how everything works. We're going to dive deeper later on into a specific, a specific example of how you're doing this, uh, the, the model you're using, but let's talk a little bit more about why Facebook leads are important for your restaurant. You list three reasons in that article you write. Can you recall them or do you want me to say them real quick? Um, yeah, well, I, I mean, what's important about it is kind of like I, I've kind of touched a little bit on them before, but again, anybody who hands over the personal contact for, uh, information to you in exchange for an offer, you know, again, they're telling you they want to do business with you or they wouldn't be giving you that information. Um, you know, so that that's the one thing. And it's about all about using that list again um, and using that list again, which was number two. I mean, you can pretty much cut your marketing costs in half by emailing, texting, sending them direct mail and also remarket, remarketing to them through banner ads on, on Google and such, you know, so mm-hmm. it's really about using that customer list again, rather than marketing to the masses um and the third thing is is you can take and this one's really really important and i know there's a lot of bar restaurant owners who might not know you can do this or know you can but haven't really taken action on it and it's really important to do that but you can take all of these email addresses and you can take all of these phone numbers and you can upload those to your Facebook ad account and create what's called a custom audience, okay? So when you create that custom audience, I always call it my warm list. I'll I'll upload my email addresses, the phone numbers, um, and we have software that just does this automatically. When When we get a new lead from a lead ad or even on a website, that those contacts every six hours gets updated to our Facebook custom audience of where that custom audience is pretty much saying these are all the people we have email addresses for. So if I want to run ads only to the people who've personally given me their information on Facebook, I can do that. So that's the other important thing with these lead ads is, again, you're, you're, you're finding these people to raise their hands and say, hey, I want to do business with you. Three, four, five, six months down the road, you know, continuing, you can keep running and focusing ads particularly on the people who already like you, trust you, want to do business with you, which is really what gives you the highest ROI on your marketing dollars. You know, I I mean, it's so important to do that. Yeah. Thank you for going over that again. I really just wanted to like drive home why they're important. And again, just to summarize uh, the the three reasons they're opting in, they're giving you permission. They're saying, Hey, yes, I want this. So you're not wasting your money and your, you know, your marketing dollars to just throw it out there randomly and you like a net, right? And you get what you get, but you're being, you're using a, like a sniper rifle, right? And you're getting the, like super, super uh, specific uh, and targeted marketing results. It, it, uh, it, it, it. Exactly. And, and, you know, Eric, one of the best ways that I explain this, especially when I'm speaking in front of audiences, I always tell the room, imagine you're in a room of 100 people, you're sitting in front of that room, and you split half of that room up. And half of those people, they've never heard you never been to your business before the other half are friends, family members, and and people who know you like you trust you and want to do business with you. And 
at the end of the conversation with, you know, each group of 50 people, you know, you tell them about this exciting promotion you're doing next Thursday, how fun it's going to be, the, 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 you know, just, you tell them all about this promotion. Well, out of each group, the, the group who doesn't really know you versus the group who knows you, likes you, trusts you, wants to do business with you, which group is going to have the most amount of people show up? Yeah, you know, exactly, it, yeah. It, and that's just an easy way of kind of explaining it in, in understanding the importance of building this list and, and building that trust credibility relationship with these people because when you focus your marketing on them, you know, you're going to get such better response and people coming in, taking you up on your offers, but you're also able to bring your, cut your marketing costs in half because now you're only focusing on maybe 500 to 1,000 to 1,500 people rather than trying to hit 20,000 to 50,000 people, mm -hmm. you know, w w with your offer, your promotion. Awesome. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, like we said that the three things uh, people are able to opt in, you can cut your marketing costs in half because you can remarket and reuse this list. And then lastly, like you said, uh, it's very specific. Uh, you can create uh, segments underneath these lists within your own CRM. So you can make unique ads to target specific people in whatever it is, whatever uh, demographic they fit or whatever, you know, interest they have so exactly uh great so um we already kind of discussed what leads are um have we really dived in yeah you kind of covered uh, what leads are for facebook too lead ads for facebook um when did this happen like how cutting edge is this you know i want I, I could be wrong on this but i want to say it, it's been out for about four months wow five months from now. Um, but I know there was a, a beta version for three, four months to some of the largest, uh, you know, Facebook, um, um, advertisers out there, but it's just, you know, what we always used to do before, and we still do this, we test two different models. Um, but we're getting our, our cost per lead is much less with the lead ads, but we would before, um, run ads on Facebook taking people to a lead capture page. Mm -hmm. And a lead capture page is just a simple one-page website that states the offer again, saying, hey, if you want this, sign up here, put in your name and email, and so on. Um, but now, you know, that would take people away from Facebook, and if they're on mobile, sometimes that website would take a little longer to open, and then maybe they might just go away. With this, okay. they're staying on Facebook exactly where they're at. They're clicking a button. All of their information auto-populates, wow. so they don't have to type in their email address. So it's just a much easier easier way to do this and they're already on Facebook so they trust Facebook yeah. when people go to a separate website they might not trust that website or anything especially if they've never heard of that business before mm -hmm. you know so so why this is huge is because now people don't have to jump through as many hoops to give you their information it's it's automated it's painless it's 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 uh, seamless so with one click there's a pop-up automated information and they just click agree or disagree or opt in or you know that's that's simple like that's making your your guests jump through less hoops that is going to increase the conversion rate for sure um how can so how else is this different like uh take us through maybe anything we're missing from the user experience that we we might want to know I mean that that's that's pretty much it. I mean I, I I've covered it all, like everything of what's important about it and why this is better than taking them directly to a lead capture page. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just it makes it quicker and it, it's it's mobile friendly. And I want to say that there's over ninety five, ninety six percent of the people who are looking at our ads um, are all on mobile. Mm -hmm. 90, 95, 96 percent of people. So you know, also just the mobile version of this where. Think about mobile. You're trying to put in your first name, your last name. Now you're trying to put in your email address all on your iPhone. When things can just be auto-populated, and then you can get that offer handed directly to you. I mean, that's um, 
uh, it saves a lot of time, frustration, and just makes it a lot easier on that on that user. Um, and then the other thing is just coming down to the strategy. You know, what are your goals for your bar or your restaurant? You know, what what nights are you trying to pick up? And it's like with, with Facebook. I mean, this isn't just lead ads, but any kind of ad in 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 general. But I mean, you can get so specific to your targeting. So one thing that Facebook launched, I don't know, eight months to a year ago, was we can now target people based based on if they are by their purchase behavior. So we could target people if they're buying meals at other bars and restaurants on their credit cards. We can target people if they're buying beer, wine, or liquor on their credit cards, either at other bars and restaurants or, you know, just at grocery stores. So Facebook, this is really the only platform right now that I know of that allows you to target people based on their purchase behavior. Mm -hmm. So if you have this goal in mind, let's say you're trying to build up a ladies night and you're trying to get more women in the door, you can create specific offers only to women, only target women and start running these lead ads. Give them, you know, give them something free. Give them 10 bucks off, whatever it might be. It might cost you a couple dollars in your cost. I don't ever think about the first time sale. There's always a strategy. There's a front end strategy. There's a back end strategy. So when you're building a list, your goal is to pretty much either break even or maybe lose a buck. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because the money is in the list when we continue to use it. And I'm going to get to that in a second, but let's say you're trying to build up this ladies night. You could run, you know, specific offers only to women, call them out saying attention ladies, you know, maybe get 50% off your next tab, good up to $10 off, $20 off, whatever it might be be you're gonna break even get as many women as you can signing up for this offer through this lead ad now when you create that when you're capturing this information through Facebook you know that creates a specific audience inside of of, of Facebook for you mm -hmm. meaning when you want to now, you got 100 women, 200 women, 300 women that have already raised their hand saying hey I want to do business with you Eric um, now you kick off this ladies night you should be, you know, first targeting these 300 women who've already said, hey, I want to do business with you, you know. Yes. So that's the importance with this. There's a whole strategy that could be done for all of your different types of promotions. When you're trying to build up football or something like that, you could create all these football offers, something for football Sunday, the kickoff for football Sunday, win a TV for football Sunday, target only men, you know, within five miles of your bar who like football and, and purchase beer on their credit cards, you know, and you can build that list of these guys and now you now you have this list like well, how else can I capitalize on that list how can I get them to send them a group offer saying hey bring in a group of 10 and get XYZ for this football promotion wow. you know so it's all about segmenting the list figuring out your strategy what you want to do but the very beginning of the strategy People aren't going to hand over their information for 10% off, 5% off, or get a dollar off when you spend 10 bucks or more. I mean, you're not going to get my information for that. It has to be valuable. It has to be irresistible. Um, it has to make someone say, oh, I want this. You want my social security number yeah. two? I mean, you got to make it that ir irresistible. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm joking about that part, but it's like don't think about the first-time sale. Focus on the lifetime value yeah. of the customer and how you're going to use that list. And, and in that, on talking about developing this trust, developing this rapport, you in your article you mentioned that you should only use two to three sales, or sorry, two to three fields in the first uh, point of contact. Oh uh, yeah. So talk to us about the, why that's important. I think you kind of already explained it a little bit. Uh, and what are the two or three most important fields we should be asking for? 
Okay, so when you create a lead ad, I mean, you can even, you could do surveys out of lead ads. So if you wanted to just ask any kind of random question and get them to type it in, you could. Um, and I think that's good to do when you're targeting existing leads that you have to get more information about what your market wants. But when you're doing lead generation, okay, and you're going after new customers, you're trying to build your list, the only thing you should be asking for, you know, the the more stuff you ask for, the the less likely uh, more to, more people, yeah, yeah. less likely they're they're going to say, hey, you know, here, here's my information. So I keep it simple. Mm -hmm. I ask for first name. I ask for their birth date just to make sure, hey, 21 and older. Mm -hmm. um, and then I ask for their email. So I only ask for three things. So they always say the less that you ask for, um, the better the conversions. You know, they, they, two is obviously better than three. I could get rid of first name, but I always get first name because when we're capturing our lead ads for us or for our clients, when we get that first name, all that stuff is automatically going into our uh, marketing system where we have automated emails that are going out to them you know, to deliver that offer to them. And we want to use their first name in the subject line of that email. We want to use their first name in the email to make it as personal as possible. Um, when they come in and use the offer, you know, we're able to tag them in our system. And 24 hours later, we send out an email you know, from the owner. And I say, you know, hey, John, saw you came in, use your offer. I just wanted to make sure you know how was your experience is there anything we can do better next time you know let me know good or bad it's the only way I can improve my business is finding out how your experience was and so it just comes out very personal and especially mm -hmm. when you send things out like that this customer's like oh wow he saw I use the offer he's sending me this personalized email you know as if he just sat down and wrote it from his gmail yahoo account or whatever it's not yeah. some big fancy graphic looking thing it's it's a personal email that you would send to a friend or family yeah. and that's what builds the trust credibility relationship and when you do that and you you do these future promotions on on Facebook and so on. These people are more than willing now to, to to take you up on other offers or just to come in for other promotions that you're letting them know about. Yeah. So um, in the article, you go on to write about like once you get that trust and rapport established, like you just said, uh, you can go on to get more information. What would your approach be to get more information? Like what would it be in another email? Like another how how do you get this other information that you talk about yeah so you could do it so the way i automate it is um i i send out an email three days after i get a brand new lead i send out an email uh to my lead saying hey you know uh we're trying to do everything we can to uh improve our business and give our customers exactly what they want the only way we know how to offer you exactly what you want is is for you to let us know you know mm. if you don't mind would you take you know just 10 seconds. I know you live a crazy busy life. This would really help us out though. Would you take 15 seconds to just let us know, um, you know, what, what kind of food specials, drink specials, what time, of interactive promotions would you like so we get them we ask them five different questions um and one one of the other things i ask is always why do you choose one bar or restaurant over another now that's a very very important question because now you're getting the market to tell you what are the triggers in their mind that gets them to say hey let's go to bar a over bar b or restaurant a over restaurant b or so on um and, and most of the time what i see 98% of the time, it's service, atmosphere, cleanliness. It's not price. 
So a lot of people are focused on, oh, we got to lower our prices to get people in the door because the economy has just gone to hell. It, it's not about that. People would rather pay an extra dollar or two to get good service, have a good experience, um, than, than, you know, get, get cheap prices and, and, and bad service. Exactly. And uh, we're going to dive deeper into how we can get more data with these surveys. But first, let's just take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. To run a successful restaurant, you need to know when to hire, when to change the menu, and when to prepare for growth. But how do you know what decisions to make and when to make them? You need LivePlan, an affordable, all-in-one business dashboard that helps you understand your financials and tracks your progress. LivePlan can display your actual financial numbers on a single dashboard, giving you an excellent view of the health of your business. With LivePlan, you'll know exactly what actions you need to take to fuel your growth, stay cash positive, and thrive. To learn more and to get started with your first month free, yes, free, that's a $20 savings exclusive to Restaurant Unstoppable listeners, visit liveplan.com slash unstoppable. That's liveplan.com forward slash unstoppable. What are you waiting for? All right, we're back, and I'm curious. You keep on talking about how you automate uh, all these things, and uh, I'm, I'm assuming you're just talking about sending out a survey, and you can do that with whatever service you're using. What service are you using to automate and to generate these segmented lists and all that? Yeah, what, what I use is Infusionsoft, um, and that's a very, very uh, um, advanced CRM software for doing – I mean, you can get – real crazy with different things that you want to do within your marketing system. Um, but there's other easier ones out there that, that could be integrated as well with Facebook lead ads, such as MailChimp, uh, Constant Contact, I believe, does too. But, there, I mean, there's so many CRM companies out there today, you, you lose track of how many there are. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, even if you just wanted to run a survey without using one of those, uh, um, without using one of uh, the CRM softwares, you could still run a survey with a lead ad, all you would do is just set up a, a ad campaign for a, a lead ad that goes to all of your existing leads that you've captured before and just say, hey, you know, we're looking to improve our business. We want to find out what our customers want. We're looking to, you know, you want to make the ad all about them. What mm-hmm. can we do to serve you better? How can we make ourselves better for you? Um you ask them to take a short little survey. And again, these people like you, trust you, they've done business with you. As long as they had a good experience, you know, they're going to keep coming back. But some people have in their mind, oh, shit, surveys are boring. I don't want to do them. Other people aren't going to do them. Yeah. Um, we see about 30 to 40% of the people do them because of the follow-up marketing we have in place. And they see that we care about our customers. Um, and they do come in, they have a good experience. Okay, um, So we get about 30 40% of the people, at least on our email list, when, when these emails go out to, to fill them out. Um, but, I mean, you could do the same thing through the lead ads. And what's important about surveys, I always tell this story like when I'm, when, uh, when I'm speaking, is – um, for instance, we opened up our second bar rule on tap a couple years ago, and I was building my list before we even opened. We had a list of like 1,200 people for a, a, a VIP program uh, that people could get access to. And what we did was I was asking people, you know, as we were building the list, I sent out a survey asking people what kind of promotions they'd like and so on and so on. Well, th- one of the number one things that came up was uh, uh, 
trivia night. Now, I hate trivia night. I can't stand <laughs> trivia night. There's so many places around me doing trivia night. And I would have never, ever thought trivia night would work for us. But I learned, you know, I, I did what my mentors have told me about business, that you're not in business for yourself. You're in business for your customers. you got to deliver to the market. What does the market desire? What do they want? And then find out a way to solve their problem, their needs, whatever it might be. So we ran trivia night and it was, it's still to this day, our most successful weeknight besides Friday um, of the week. And we're always busy for it, you know? So that's the importance with surveys It's just because you think something won't work. You know, I had this, um, th th this idea that this misleading belief that trivia night wouldn't work for me and that people wouldn't show up for it. I was completely wrong. I wouldn't have known that without these surveys. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think surveys are one of the most important things that you can do after capturing people's information because the market is telling you what they want. Absolutely. And that's what you're in business for. Then you figure out what's the best way for me to structure this offer, this promotion that makes me money, but also caters to the needs, to the desires of what the market is asking for. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's, it's so important. You're just dropping gold on us today, Nick. You really are. There's tons of great advice in here. And I want to talk a little bit about ROI and what some of the, you know, the conversion rates are and what you're paying for each one of these clicks or these new customers. But real quick, one thing that I really liked uh, that I think is a great little piece of, of advice as far as when you're running these ads, these lead ads, uh, you mentioned the importance of having an expiration. Uh, and why is that important? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you got to drive urgency. There has mm -hmm. to be scarcity. Um, you know, otherwise people, they'll forget about it. You know, um, we all live really crazy, busy lives. And it's just if people look at something, they're like, oh, I could use this whenever. All right, I'll use it whenever. And then they lose track of it. They lose it, whatever it may be. But if you say, hey, this is going to expire in three days, it's on the top of their mind. And they just signed up for this. They just gave you all their information. They want to get this value. So I always try to put a three to five day expiration uh, date on everything I do because the whole goal of marketing is to put money in your pocket now, not later. Mm -hmm. um, so when you're given this great offer, you're saying, hey, we're going to give this to you, but this thing expires on this particular date. Um, and, and what I love about our system and, uh, is when we get a new lead, we could set evergreen um, expiration dates for these lead ads. So let's say we're running this lead ad for 30 days. Well, if someone opts in on the first, we – our follow-up email will go to them saying, hey, this expires on the 5th. Someone signs up on the 10th, they're going to say, hey, this expires on the 15th. Okay, so so that's what's kind of cool with technology and everything these days is you can keep these ads and everything running, but you don't have to have like a set date if you don't want to. You could run what's considered an evergreen campaign where it keeps running, but the expiration date is different for every single person who opts in depending on the day that they walk in. Um, but yeah, you got to create urgency scarcity to get these people in the door so they don't forget about it because, mm -hmm. again, we all live crazy busy lives. All right, beautiful thing. Thanks for explaining that. Now let's talk a little bit more or let's dive into some of this ROI and what we can expect to get uh, for our efforts. So, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so we're going to put the, the link to this in the, uh, in the show notes, right? Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. So if, if they go to the blog post and see it, I mean, I, I'm going to talk about it now, but just so you guys can actually see the back end results and show the proof and the numbers and everything. Uh, we ran, when I first did this, this was our first campaign that we ran for one of our bars. Hey Nick, I'm going to, um, I'm just going to stop you real quick, just in case somebody's near a computer and they want to check this out right now while you're talking about it, just head okay. over to restaurantsunstoppable.com slash 246. I'll have all the links 
links right there in the show notes or just search uh, Restaurant Unstoppable Nick Fosberg and you'll find the link to this episode. And in that episode, the show notes, you'll find the link to what he's about to discuss. Sorry, go ahead. Awesome. Okay, so we ran two different campaigns. We ran, and this was, we're trying to pick up our lunch business. We did a half-price lunch. Um, So we did one campaign targeting males because we made our messaging strictly about males and you could see these ads um you know within that blog post and then we ran another one to women where we were calling out women um and so the cost per lead for the men was a dollar 93 um and then it was 249 for the women we got a total of 64 people to hand over their information for that we reached about 6000 people wow. and our total our total spend was 140 dollars now <laughs> if 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 you ever read the book uh, John Taffer's book, Raise the Bar, great, great book for a bar owner or even a restaurant owner, okay? It's not just for bars. Um, he says that on average, I think he says it, it's 60 to $70 to get a brand new customer in the door when using traditional media such as TV, radio, newspaper, mailers, and so on without targeting, where you're just trying to hit the masses with your, your specials. Mm-hmm. Um, here, you know, we're getting, we're paying a dollar ninety three to two forty nine, and we've been able to bring this down a little bit now with more testing, um, but you know, we're able to get this person's contact information for a couple bucks to maybe three bucks. Now, did all 64 of these people walk in? No. At the time that I wrote this, we had 18 uh, people who walked in the door. Um, so from there, it cost us about $7.73 to get them in the door for this half-price meal. Um, that was all of them, not just each person, right? You're talking like for everybody that came through the door. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, so it costs us. Say it costs us eight dollars to get each person to walk in those eighteen people. Which I think we had another six or eight more people come and redeem them after we had. Uh, um, after I wrote this blog post. So, but let's just say eight bucks. It costs you to get a brand new person in the door. That's a hell of a lot better than what the average of of you know what 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 Taffer says. It's sixty to seventy dollars. So you know, that's we, almost that's almost ten x. I mean, or right around. Oh 10X. yeah. So it, it, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So and again, it's just it's it, it's all about targeting the right people with the right message. We didn't just say hey half price lunch and just targeted fifty thousand people in our area. I wrote an ad targeting only males with a specific message only to males. Mm-hmm. I created an ad only for women with a specific message only to women. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's going to help with the conversions. You got to think anytime you're running a promotion, who is my perfect customer? Who's going to come in for this? Because marketing is all about excluding the people who you don't want to do business with you or excluding the people who aren't going to have any kind of interest um, in, in what you have to offer. And you, you got to think it's all about it's all about psychology. You know, what what is going to get this person? What's going to make people want to come in for this particular promotion for a half price lunch? I mean, one of the things you could talk about in lunch, people only have so much time during lunchtime, you know, to, to go out and eat. Well, you could talk about instead of eating McDonald's and all this other stuff that doesn't taste good and, and real fattening. I mean, you could talk about, you know, the benefits of how fast you can get it at your place. Um, and yeah, it, and it's probably going to be about the same amount of money when you're doing half price for this too of what you would pay at some fast food place. So, you know, you just got to think about your offer, who your market is and what you need to say of what are the benefits of getting them to come in for this offer rather than doing anything else that they could choose to do when they eat lunch. Cause everyone has to eat lunch, yeah. you know, uh, in business. So what do you need to do to persuade them to come in for your half price lunch versus eating their lunch at their desk that's not going to be good, that peanut butter and jelly sandwich that they make from home, or going to McDonald's or something else like that. Yeah, wow. Man, you've just littered this place with uh, 
tons of knowledge and tons of great advice. This has been a very powerful interview, uh, and I can't wait to uh, hear how some of my uh, listeners are, what kind of success they're having with this technique you're sharing with us today. Um, are there any last thoughts you want to share with us before we wrap up, before we tell the folks what you got coming up on the horizon, how we can connect with you? Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much uh, I'm going to be launching a new book here in uh, in September. I'm still working on the title. Um, it, it will be Bar Restaurant Success, and uh, we think we're going to go with, with the title of uh, um, How to Double Your Loyal Regulars in Any Economy and uh, Become Unbeatable in Your Market. And it's really just going to focus on really the, the, psycholo- the psychology of marketing, but also the marketing system that we use. I'm going to walk them through step-by-step exactly what I do in both of my places for all of our clients, it's the same thing. I don't reinvent the wheel with anybody. It's the same type of, of lead capture system where we're targeting the right people, building our list through multiple different ways, uh, building trust, credibility, relationship with them through the follow-up after getting that lead, and then figuring out you know, with surveys what does the market want, and now how do we create these promotions with the right offer, the right messaging, targeting these direct people to get them in in order for us to be able to double a certain days in sales or to be able to create a $10,000, $20,000, $30,000 payday um, you know, by booking group events and parties and such like that. Mm-hmm. Awesome stuff. And uh, how can the folks at home connect with you if they have further questions, if they want to check out what other uh, tools you have, what other services you provide, what's the best way to connect? Yeah, if they go to barrestaurantsuccess.com, check out the blog page. I'm always about giving value first you know so i put out as much free content free advice marketing strategies promotional ideas every month we come out with a new uh magazine uh that's a free download of x bar and restaurant promotions for you know july august and so on and again i just try to deliver as much value as i can and if people are like hey this guy knows what he's talking about or this guy's got some really good ideas maybe i could use his help then people reach out to me so the website it's all content and, and if people like what they hear, they'll know how to reach out to me uh, from the website and the content that we put out there. Yep, absolutely. And he does offer an elite membership. Uh, you know, uh, if you're really just loving what he's doing, there's an uh, there is an option to opt in to take it to the next level. And I am an affiliate guy, so if you're finding value, uh, if you want to connect with Nick, let me know. I'll make sure I help you connect, and that will be helping out Restaurant Unstoppable. So uh, thank you in advance if you do want to take it to the next level, your, your restaurant marketing. Uh, and that is all for today, Nick. Thank you so much. Uh, you've been just uh, a very valuable, uh, huge asset to Restaurant Unstoppable as far as the knowledge you're sharing with us again. And uh, can't wait to have you on the show another time. Awesome. Appreciate it. Thanks, Eric. It was great. Cheers. There's another episode wrapped up here at Restaurant Unstoppable. I hope you guys enjoyed it. So a couple of things before I let you go. I'm now offering free one-on-one 15-minute chats. If you want to get inspired, if you need to get just a little motivation, or if you have some questions about some of the things we talked about on the show, you can now chat with me for free 15 minutes. Head over to Restaurant Unstoppable to find the links. Don't forget that we have a complete list of all the books and resources our past guests have recommended. These are the books they read, the resources and tools they're using in their restaurant, the tools that are helping them be successful, a whole list archived right there at restaurantunstoppable.com. 
Don't forget to use my links if you really want to give back to the show. If you want to show your appreciation for all these episodes I'm putting out, the best way to support the show is to simply use my links when you discover something new that can help you in your restaurant. Thank you in advance. Also, keep those five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher Radio coming. And I can't finish without reminding you to keep those emails coming. I love your emails. They fire me up. They keep me going. Tell me who you want to hear from. Tell me what you love about the show. Tell me anything. I'm here for you. Just shoot me an email, eric at restaurantunstoppable.com. All right, that's all we have for today. I hope you're enjoying this journey as much as I am. Thanks again for joining me. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.